Leonardo. Hello there, and welcome to another episode of the Salt Mines X-Wing podcast, a podcast dedicated to the backbone of the X-Wing community. I'm your host, Sailor Joe, and I've got some new stuff for you in this episode that I'm hoping that you'll enjoy. Uh, it is just between Christmas and New Year's, so I hope your holidays have been excellent. Uh, I hope these changes find you well. So without further ado, let's start with our first new segment, where it's time to read from... AMG Rules Forum. And we'll start out with a question on Darth Vader TIE Advanced Ability, OP. Darth Vader's ability says that after making an action, he could spend a force to make an action. Can I continue to spend the force and continue doing actions? It seems to be the case since spending the force grants you another action, basically. Answer, yes. Note that Darth Vader in the TIE X1 must successfully perform an action to trigger this ability. Pretty straightforward. All right, next question. Han Solo and the modified YT-1300 in Blinded Pilot. OP. How does Han Solo, modified YT-1300's ability, interact with the Blinded Pilot crit? Can he still re-roll, or is his ability effectively shut down? I thought that this crit stops his ability, as he can now only modify dice by spending the Force, but his ability does also say this does not count as re-rolling for the purposes, purpose of other effects. So, is the crit an other effect, I guess, is the question? Thanks so much. Answer. The Blinded Pilot damage card reads, While you perform an attack, you can modify your dice only by spending force for their default effect. As Han Solo in the modified YT-1300 Light Freighter, pilot ability is a dice modification effect. Blinded Pilot prevents it from being used to modify his dice during an attack. Awesome. I would not have thought that, but... There you go. All right, next question. Red actions and precognitive reflexes. OP. Precognitive reflexes read, after you reveal your dial, you may spend one force to perform a barrel roll or boost action. Then, if you performed an action you do not have on your action bar, gain one strain token. Since the action symbols on the card are not colored barrel roll, or boost, does the color of the ship's action affect whether or not the ship takes a strain token? For example, if Anakin in a Y-Wing with precognitive reflexes uses precognitive reflexes to perform a red barrel roll, does he take a strain? Answer. No. Precognitive reflexes, force upgrade, is instructing the ship to perform either a barrel roll or a boost action and then to check to see if the action exists on the action bar, not to check the difficulty of the maneuver. If a ship is instructed to perform an action, the action is white unless stated otherwise. In this example, Anakin Skywalker in the BTLB Y-Wing could trigger precognitive reflexes to perform a white barrel roll and as he has the barrel roll action on his action bar, would not gain one strain token. All right, next one, Han Solo and Locke interaction. OP, the pilot ability of Han Solo in the Millennium Falcon states, after you roll dice, if you are at range zero to one of an obstacle, you may re-roll all of your dice. This does not count as re-rolling for the purposes of other effects. If Han is attacking, 
rerolled his dice the first time, unhappy with the result, and uses his ability to roll them a second time, then spend a lock he has on the defender to reroll two of the attack dice a third time, can he then use his ability again to reroll the attack dice a fourth time? If he can, how many dice are rerolled? Two, all the dice rolled by the lock, or three, all the dice there is? Answer, no. Rolling and re-rolling dice are distinct things. Rerolled dice results do not trigger an opportunity for Han Solo in the modified YT-1300 to use his ability. And the last question we're going to cover today is Emon and Thermals. OP, apologies if this has already been covered, but if Emon drops thermal detonators, can he place one using a three template? Does a second bomb get placed at the normal, i.e. using a two straight, or can he drop the other using an alternative three or even the two template as per normal? Answer, Emon's ability is a replacement effect. You may choose one, the one straight drop and replace it with the three hard left, three straight, or three hard right. Next, if you would like to drop another, and this is a quote, when a replacement effect resolves, the replaced effect is treated as having not occurred. So you can choose the one straight drop again as it never happened and then replace it again. Lots of combinations are possible. The only restrictive sequence is if you actually drop a one straight first and do not replace it. Your only second option is then a two straight drop. All right, so um, that has been um, the AMG Rules Forum. I hope you liked the new little intro to that segment. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to the next one, which uh, is a personal favorite of mine. So without further ado, I give you... List Building with Joe! And in this week's list, it kind of uh, is, is going to stem into the topic that I really want to talk about. But before I get there, uh, I'm going to talk about why, why I built this particular list, who I built it for, and the purpose behind it. So uh, one of the newer players at my store, uh, shout out to Brady if you're listening, and thank you for your support for the podcast, uh, has been flying... Vader, Suntir, and two bombers in the Imperial faction. And he recently decided that he wanted to go to LVO. But the problem is, is with LVO's new rules, the TIE bomber hasn't been re-released, so he can't fly it. So he needed a new list. And he asked me for my help. And one of the things that kind of popped in my mind is, well, what if he took the list idea that he had and we updated it? And since I know that he's also flying in the First Order faction, I, I built this list for him. So here's what it is. We start off with Major Von Reg in the TIE BA Interceptor, and we give him Daredevil and Hull Upgrade. Then we have Quick Draw with Fanatical, Special Forces Gunner, Fire Control System, and Shield Upgrade. And then we've got two Siner Jameis Test Pilots in the TIE SE Bomber, both with Ion Missiles and Connor Nets, and one of them with Seismic Charges. Now, the idea behind this, now, there's, and there's probably something else that I can do with the Connor Nets. I just, I just haven't figured out, or not the Connor Nets, the Seismic Charges. I just haven't figured out what I would put in there yet. Um, 
maybe maybe a targeting synchronizer since that's only three points on Von Reg. Uh, so Brady, you might want to practice. Uh, if you're listening, you might want to try to practice that as well. Get rid of Seismix, Seismix and put on targeting synchronizer on Von Reg uh, since he gets those locks so easily. Um, just just something to think about. Um, and you could put that on Von Reg or you could put it on Quick Draw. But really, I kind of like how the points are set up now. Now, the reason that we have Von Reg built out as he is, is this is just a personal favorite of mine. Von Reg with hole upgrade, just adding that one extra hole makes him fly completely differently. Um, and it, it will give Brady the, the chance to run into a little bit of problems um, and not be completely punished for it. All of a sudden, Von Reg doesn't just pop. So that's good. Now, what I told him with the next one is you want to fly the bombers and quick draw together because you want to make your opponent choose which of those ships to go after. Yes, quick draw is the bigger threat, but if you're going to do that, you're going to get in real close with these bombers that are either going to hit you with a three-die gun at range one or they're both going to try to ion missile you. And if, you get, if, you're, if you're not smart and you get too close, then... That system phase boost into a Connernet drop is deadly to aces. And he's got Quick Draw and Von Reg that would be able to just capitalize on that. So that is that is the list. Um I'm I'm supposed to sit down with or uh, not sit down. Brady and I are supposed to get a game in tomorrow, so uh I'm gonna give him a little bit more flying options. But uh yeah, what do you, what do you all think of the list? Um, is this something that is easily updated, or should uh, we be looking in a different direction? All right, and with those two segments out of the way, I wanted to really get into the. Uh, we're we're going to have a deep conversation today, in 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 regards to uh, a couple of things that I wanted to cover, and the first one is dealing with burnout. Um, and X-Wing. So burnout is a state of emotional, physical, or mental exhaustion caused by excessive or prolonged stress. Uh, it occurs when you feel overwhelmed, emotionally drained, and unable to meet constant demands. And I think what we're seeing, uh, especially at the closeout, well, hopefully the closeout of this pandemic, um, is that Almost everyone you know is going through burnout of some way, shape, and form. And a lot of us, it's, it's happening in X-Wing. And these new rules changes aren't helping anything because we're already feeling overwhelmed with everything that's going on in the outside world. Then we're adding something that we love and it's changing. And it puts us in this weird emotional spot. And here's the thing. There's nothing wrong with that. It is okay to be burned out from this game. It is okay to not want to play. It's even okay to stop playing the game and never come back to it. Now, but here's here's the thing is there are things that we can do to prevent or reduce the amount of burnout that we feel. Um, and I'm not 
by any means a psychological expert. Uh, I'm going. I went through my own uh, X-wing burnout uh, several times. You guys have heard it. Heard me talk about it here on the podcast. I'm to the part to the point now where I am really starting to enjoy where this game is going, and I'm excited about it again. Um, I, I'm still, now don't get me wrong, I'm not fully back to where I was before, before all of this started. Before all of this started, I would sit down and I would just list build random lists, and I would try different things every time I could. I would play as many games of X-Wing as I possibly could, and I'm just not doing that now. I found a list that I like, and I've been flying it, and that's been about it. I haven't been list building except when some friends of mine ask for some help on their lists or ask for ideas. Then I might throw some stuff out, but for the most part, I'm not just building lists anymore like I used to. So even I'm not out of the woods yet. And the the reason I wanted to talk about this is I've talked to several of my friends lately, and... Uh, What did, how do I want to say this? It's okay to be where you're at. I understand. And I'm not going to take it personally if you decide not to come back to the game. Not that you owe me anything at all. I just want you to be in a good spot. And if I can do that and keep you in the game, I'm going to try to do that. But... If whatever is going on in your life is more important than this game or is outweighing this game, then take care of that. Because after all, this is just a game. And it's and it shouldn't be adding to the stress of your life. And I think we lose sight of that sometimes. I, I really do think that we get so caught up in the competitive aspect of the game and where the meta is at and what these new rules might be bringing and all this other stuff that it just seems like another thing that's stacking up to go wrong in our lives at the worst possible moment. And it shouldn't be that way. This game is meant for you to be enjoyed. It's meant to, yes, there's a certain aspect of it. It is meant to stretch you, right? It's, there are times that it's meant to make you feel uncomfortable. But it is supposed to, more than anything else, be fun for you to do. And if it's not doing that, then maybe you need to take a break. And that's okay. Now, earlier I mentioned that there are a lot of different ways that you can deal with this burnout, whether it's, it's in your life or uh, as a whole or just in the game. If it's in your life as a whole, first and foremost, and I'm not kidding about this, please go seek help. I myself have had to get some. Um, I have... I have been mentally broken, right? And it took me time to recover. And I didn't do it on my own. And you shouldn't have to either. And if I can help you, point you in the right direction, then please reach out to me and I will do that. 
the holidays are a rough time for everyone. And I would rather listen to what's going on in your life and try to help you, game-related or not, than for anything to happen to you. And I am 100% serious about that in for all of my listeners. If you are having trouble and you don't know where to turn, reach out. And I will do my best to help you. But in the game, one of the things that can help you kind of address this burnout and get through it is by having a mentor. And I... Uh, and again, I, I got to give a shout out to Brady because he kind of uh, gave this gave me this idea by thanking me for mentoring him um, through this process. As I said, he's he's been new to the game and I've been trying to help. And it kind of caught me off guard when he first mentioned it because I didn't consider myself doing that. I was just trying to help someone find the same love in the game that I have. And... Um, the fact that it's helped him long and encouraged him, like, that's awesome. And, and I, I, I don't have any better words for it. It, it, it really is truly amazing. Um, but it's important to have a mentor if you want to grow in the game. And the reason for that is, like, look, look at how you list build for a second. Some of us are, are good at it, some of us love it, some of us hate it, some of us aren't very good at it, and then the whole gambit in between which way and that way. But when you compare how you list build to meta lists, be honest with yourself with this question. Would you have come up with any of those meta lists on your own? You might have come close. I know I have a couple times. But that's something that you, a mentor and mentorship is so hold, hold on. I'm I'm going to jump around for a minute and I apologize. So mentorship is the guidance provided by a mentor, especially an experienced person in a company or educational institution. Or it's a period of time during which a person receives guidance from a mentor. And what a, what a mentor is going to do is help you expand your horizons in how you play the game. And it, could, and it doesn't have to be the list building aspect. That's just one aspect of it. It could be in uh, target prioritization. Uh, your, the podcast that you listen to could be a form of mentorship for you. But I, I highly encourage you to find a personal mentor, someone that you can reach out to, bounce ideas off of, and um, really have that honest conversation with. And, and I will tell you that mentorship, a lot of times, especially in this game, it's a two-way street. A lot of, I like, so here, here's an example Um uh, I, I met up with uh, a buddy of mine who, a couple of buddies of mine who I haven't seen in a while. 
and we were talking about some different lists that we had set up and uh he sh he sh sat down and he's like so what do you think of this list that we just that i just flew against and got absolutely decimated by but not for the reasons you think um and i helped him tweak his list and we both think it's now in a better spot but this is someone that I would go to and bounce list ideas off and get his opinion of where I am. So this was, this was like me talking to my mentor, and now I'm helping him tweak his list. So it can be a two-way street. So don't ever, don't ever think of, because I think, and this, this might just be me and uh, the, the, the taint of the military in my brain, because we have this, this big thing for mentorship. And we we kind of place our our mentors on a on a pedestal, and I'm and I'm not saying do that, right? A mentor should be someone that you can talk to about a wide variety of stuff, and who's going to give you an honest opinion and help you grow in your ability, whatever that is. And I highly encourage you to have a mentor outside of the game, but because this is a podcast that talks specifically about this game that we both or that we all know and love, in the game have someone that you can talk with and help you grow, help you get better at the game if that's what you want to do. And I I can't tell you who to look for in in a mentor. And you don't have to do this this formal like hey hey Billy um do you want to do you want to be my mentor? No, you you don't you don't have to do that. I would even go so far as to say that um, I I would bet actual put money on that a lot of the other podcasters that you listen to have their own form of X-Wing mentors, people that have helped them grow in the game. I would say world champions. I know for a fact world champions have had X-Wing mentors that have helped them grow in the game. So... But there's, a, there's another part to this mentorship uh, conversation that needs to be had. See, as a mentee, you need to be willing to stretch yourself, to grow, right? And you have to be willing to have the hard and honest conversations with yourself, Am I progressing in this game the way that I want to be? Am I, am I improving in this area or am I just sinking in the same thing? Is my list building effective or do I want to be a competitive player? Right? This, this podcast is, is aimed at people who want to get better at the game. And that doesn't have to be competition. And I think that's important to point out. And I think I get even lost in that myself, is, especially as a competitive player, is my getting better at the game is being better at the competitive scene. That's how I am judging myself, how I'm doing at these competitions as a whole. 
and it's it's a slow game and that's the other part of it is if and when you find a mentor you're not gonna just turn to and be a different player tomorrow you might be the next day you might be a week from now you might be a month from now I would hope you are in a year from now but it takes time and you have to be willing to grow to stretch yourself and grow and stretch yourself some more and grow growth has to be your final goal that's where you need to be right and if you do that and if you focus on those little things you can do to improve right don't worry about the big changes the big changes will come but if you focus on the little changes and you have someone that you can talk to and ask the tough questions with, have the tough conversations with, and even have the fun conversations with, I promise you, your burnout will slowly subside. And you'll get to the point where you won't even remember being burned out. And that's where we all hope we can get. And these are challenging times that we're in. Don't forget that. I certainly hope you all love this game just as much as I do. And I want to see it grow. I want to see it get better. And I want to see you all be a part of this community. But if that's not the case, if you just can't swing it, that is okay. The, as far as I'm concerned, our friendship isn't based on this game. This game helps. Like, don't get me wrong. But it's not based on that. And I'm still going to be your friend if you stop playing. We might have to find other stuff to do. But that's fine. I'm willing to, to do that. All right. Uh, I think I have uh, beat that horse uh, just enough. Let's get into our our normal um, closeout stuff. Um, before I do that, let me just put this point. Uh, blah 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 blah. Let me let me put this little piece of information out. So I am planning on being at LVO. Uh, I've got a, a team of of guys that we are uh, going to be leaving from San Diego and driving out to Las Vegas. And I believe we're all in the Saturday heat. Uh, we do have a hotel room. We are looking for a fourth. So if you're interested, reach out to me. Um, there's there's plenty of room in the car. And there, there will be plenty of room in the hotel room. Um, and it will ease everyone's budget. Um, but here's the thing. I'm planning on being an LPO. So if you are a listener of this podcast and a supporter of this podcast, come find me. I will have Salt Mind x-wing goodies on me and i'll be happy to give them out and if you play me and you listen to this podcast awesome let me know i'm not going to throw the game <laughs> I, I am a competitive player or i try to be anyway but uh maybe we can uh maybe i can buy you a drink or something after the game 
All right. Um, back to our our normal closeout stuff. Um, if you are enjoying this podcast, you like the changes that I uh, I brought in, please consider leaving a review. However, you consume it, it it really means a lot to me. Um, I, I I can't describe it, but my eyes kind of light up and my heart skips a beat whenever I see uh, 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 any type of reaction to the podcast. So keep doing that. Like it helps me a lot. It's going to let other people see you know, what you think of the podcast and why or why not you think they should listen to it. And that helps. And then if you'd really like to see this podcast grow, um, please consider becoming a financial supporter. Join the Patreon at patreon.com slash saltminesxwing. There are three tiers. Each tier gets you a certain amount of quarterly tokens. Uh, And on top of that, each tier gets you one to three entries in the monthly giveaway that I'm doing. In January, the end of January, we'll be giving away a lat. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do in the months after that. We'll, we'll kind of see. But uh, every month I will be giving away at least a small ship. Um, and sometimes, depending on, you know, how I'm feeling and how things are financially for me, I might do, do a bigger ship. And if we increase the number of patrons that I have, then I will step it up. And uh, what I would eventually like to do is to be able to give out like squadron packs on a monthly basis. I think that would be awesome. Or maybe a couple of, of ships. I think that would be really cool. But as you know, I like to end every podcast with a question. And this week's question is, Who is your X-Wing mentor? This is Sailor Joe, signing off. You're not alone.